Ha ha! The vacuum guys back in the house. Um, literally in the house. We're in my house, uh, sitting in my recliners. Um, I don't know how we got here. I'm not paying for this show. I refuse. Um, <laughs> I'm poor, as my as you can tell by the wood paneling uh, up here that usually people have in their camp. There you go. There, right there. Um, that's a uh, yeah, that's nice, right? That's I, textured look. Levesque, the first time we did this, we did just audio straight when you came on Getting There with Goss. We did a two-part audio-only episode. I was very curious of whether or not we wanted video. I am a fan of this. I love this, it. The lounge? The no, level lounge? It's called the deuce. We're calling this thing the deuce. <laughs> yes, because my house is shit. Yes. Dude, uh, you don't even know. What? I, <laughs> your house is fine. It's, You're a bachelor living the life. It's I'm not I'm, I'm an eighteen year old daughter. I can't be it's I can't a college student now. Yeah. And she looks around going, Oh god. Oh <laughs> the floor matches the walls. Um I will <laughs> it's funny because I, I know you wanted to say this later, that you asked if I thought the Candyman movie was good. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen the new one. I've seen the original. I haven't seen the new one. I won't watch the new one because I'm living the freaking movie. Like a big part of the movie is just bees. There's bees. I had to have I had to have Terminex over to kill the bees. Like I had to, like literally yesterday I left work because I kept finding bees in my house. <laughs> they moved into one of my windowsills. What? They're just in, they're they're in the, the house on the, oh, in the kitchen. Okay. In the kitchen. No, they're gone now, man. Terminex came in and, and terminated our, our boy Jeremy. Um, yeah. So like, no, I don't want to see Candyman because I, I like the Deuce. Is, is buzzing with energy. And that energy is yellow jackets. <laughs> this is the most famous scene uh, in the 92 Candyman. It's Tony, I want to say Tony Perkis, but that's from a heavyweight Ben Stiller's character. What Tony, whatever his name is, the bees come out of his mouth, right? And they yeah. Crawling out yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a big, big part of it. Big part. But one of the cool things about being in my house is I'm never a uh, short supply of beverages. Thank you. Um, my buddy George over at All Star, I said I liked high noons. And he said, um, you got to try all these other ones. These are not sponsors. Terminex not a sponsor. All-Star not a sponsor. <laughs> Dogfish Head Vodka Lemonade not a sponsor. But guys Cheers. have tried it, so you. what the hell, we'll do them. <sighs> we're, not, we're not governed by the FUCC, so we can do what we want. Um, this is what happens to the deuce. Everyone's always said us to Levac. The best compliment we can ever get. Listening to Levac and God, it's like sitting in a bar with your buddies. Yeah. This has never felt more like this. This might be the <laughs> ultimate... I feel like I'm watching and hanging out, talking sports with you guys on a Friday. If you're watching after work on a Friday, crack one open with us because that's what this show's going to be like. Like it always has, but really, physically, on a couch, talking sports, drinking. It's it's saying something, too, considering the amount of shows that we've done in bars. <laughs> that this feels the most like a show in, in a bar. Um, all right, let's do it. Let's get going. Topic number uno uh, from the Dudes. Uno and the Dudes. Ooh, I like where this is going. Mets. Big one on the Dudes. <laughs> Mets players. Versus Mets fans. There is not a group of fans, I think, in the universe that deserves to be treated better than Mets fans. Right? Like, like, like for how many years did we have the saying on Levac and Gaza of, that's so Mets. That's, so, that's just a Mets thing. That's a Mets thing that happened. So Raven. So right. Mets. Like, literally, since you, came, since you came up with the idea that you wanted to talk about the thumbs down on the show, you know, Javi Baez and everybody, you know, being turds, the acting GM who's only the GM because the original GM got caught sending dick pics. I can actually say that. Yay! Now. All right, dick pics. Now, this guy gets a DWI Tuesday morning. So, so you, if there's a fan base in the world that is more loyal and more loving than the Mets, I don't know who they are. And if there's a fan base in the world who should be able to go like, 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 
Colombian, you know, mafia style and take a cigar cutter and take off Javi Baez's thumbs for what he's done. We don't get no violence here on the back up. It's the Mets. Like, the Met, like, what are you guys doing? They were the best team in the NL East for most of the season. They were arguably the best team in the National League. And I know the Dodgers and Giants and Padres are out in the West. But that's how good the Mets were playing with the ground was on. And then all of a sudden, the ground gets injured. But to Steve Cohen's credit, they want to be aggressive at the deadline. They make a move. They bring in bias. They make a move. They bring in more players like Francisco Lindor's yeah. back as the offseason. They want to be contenders. Right. Baez stinks. And the Mets start to lose. And Mets fans, like New York sports fans have done for centuries, right? A century plus, booed the team when they weren't playing well. That's not just New York fans. All sports I, fans. Like, yeah, they're I mean, like, one like, one sport. like yeah. Baltimore Orioles fans don't boo because they're just poor. They're literally the boobers. Like, yeah, but, but and with all the hope that you were given, it's one thing when you have no hope. You know, if you're not going to give me wins, give me hope. If you're going to give me neither, it better be cheap beers and hot dogs. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, but that's the way Mets fans start to feel. You bring in Uncle Steve Cohen, you start making all these moves you're talking about. Well, now I got hope. The Grom is just amazing. I mean, just simply amazing. Now he's hurt a lot, which that will be real a team. I got hope. Now, you, now you're turned. Now you're bad. Now you're falling out of this thing. You're falling faster than a plumber's pants. Getting in your drink, like it is that bad, <laughs> and they boo. It's it, it, that they're booing because they care. Yes, and the almost legendary level of lack of perspective by Baez and Lindor and the teammates of the Mets to think we're the only athletes in the history of New York sports or the history of sports that are getting booed by our home fans, and we're so hurt and injured by it. You've hurt our feelings. We're going to boo you guys. The idea that they don't understand. That the business, that the contracts that they get paid millions of dollars for happens because the business of baseball is doing so well that they, as a business, can say, we can pay you $15 million because our revenue is showing that. Or we as a company can pay you this because you're proving to us that you can actually perform at this level. And they're like, nah, I don't know. No, it's your guys' fault. Like, the lack of respect. Oh, oh by the way, Javi Myers is a free agent. Yeah. How do you tell that to a team that wants to sign a hobby bias? Hey, I have an idea. Bias is going to sell a ton of jerseys. People are going to root them on. They're going to care. Do you mean the guy who was booing the fans because they booed him because he was batting below 210? Yeah. The lack of perspective is unbelievable. Never seen it ever before by a pro athlete in my lifetime that they were this dumb. I will I will say one thing about hobby bias, though. The book's written on hobby bias. He's going to make insanely big hits. He's going to hit, he's going to hit it over the wall. A bunch of times. He's going to make nice plays in the outfield, the defense. However, wherever he ends up in that day, I mean, it's, it's whatever. He's going to play good defense for it. He's going to be a player. But he's going to strike out a ton. He's going to strike out a ton. He's like the he's the microchasm of modern baseball. Like the highest – I don't know if you looked at the stats lately. Do you know what the highest batting average in all of baseball is right now for qualified players? I would think like 320. 319. Hey, 319. all right. Not too far off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just – you know, I, I'm shocked. I mean, let me, see if I can, let me see if I can get it. That doesn't uh, make sense, though, does it? Does that add up on any level that that's the highest average in baseball? Now, when you grew up with guys like Tony Gwynn and Larry Walker, even people who are older than us, that you see guys seriously contend for a 400 batting average now. Tony Gwynn was the man. Tony Gwynn was the man. He's, I mean, yes. And and the fact that he had that that build, too. Oh, no, you, you know what? It went up since uh, since last night when I looked yeah, at it the first time. 
320 is the highest in the American League. 322 in the National League. Did you want to guess who? Uh, is it area for the Rays? No. Okay. No, 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 no. No, the Rays aren't. I mean, it's Trey Turner from, from, well, oh. well, you know, Washington and the Dodgers. Yeah, former Syracuse National uh, chief player, yeah. Starling Marte is the highest with the, in, in the yeah. – like, two guys have been traded, too. Like, it just shows yeah. how much averages don't mean due to any – I don't want to swear all the time. Um, I'm uncomfortable swearing into a microphone. I just don't like swearing into a microphone. It's one of the things my entire career I've been good at, not swearing into a microphone. Like, we'll be – you know, guys will tell you, we'll be in a commercial break, and I'll be like, you know what? Bleep that guy. Bleep you. Blah, blah. You're cool. Blah, blah. And then all of a sudden we go out and be like, we're back to us. And uh, here we are. And we're, uh, we're very happy to uh, tell you about the Integrative Sleep Center. Off the spot. Like, I just never had I never had a problem. Now, like, I feel like this is going to break me. And someday I'm going to be on, on terrestrial radio doing God knows what. And I'm just going to, like, just full-blown F-bomb somebody. And you'll be in podcast <laughs> world forever. Hey, oh, is that the plan? <laughs> Yankee fans, but whoever the new GM is, 
If they have any kind of relationship with Beltran, that's why they're there. Because Beltran's coming in. He's going to be the best thing. It just looks that way. It makes a lot more sense than it did a week ago after this whole thing. So, Lamac, you can cash in that ticket. I wish Rivers would let you bet on something like that to make that happen. But sure we it can makes a lot more sense. Sure we can find somebody if we needed to. Um, you know what? I want to tell you, we have a, a new old sponsor. Yeah! Exciting stuff here! New old sponsor back. I was up uh, talking to Dr. Fred Dreher, Lori and everybody in the office, and they said, uh, we miss you. And I said, I miss you too. And then they said, uh, have you heard about the CPAP refund? And I said, no, because I have a mouthpiece. I don't worry about the stupid CPAP. It's not my thing. You guys told me all back in the day I had to be nice to the CPAP because people, whatever it takes to be healthy. There have been uh, C- CPAP recalls, so people are all concerned. People are nervous. Now they're thinking of new ways to get things done, and that's where the Integrative Sleep Center comes in. Dr. Fred Dreher, Integrative Sleep Center, 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. That's not on the notes. I just know that number. And um, it's, uh, it's good, it's good to, to talk to them again. It's good to – last night, best night of sleep I had in forever because they adjusted my mouthpiece. And I just I slept great. So, uh, so give them a call, 518-885-6185, IntegrativeSleepCenter.com. A lot of people concerned about the CPAP more than ever. More importantly, insurance companies more willing to work on this mouthpiece that I've got over the over the, the face mask now. Perfect time to call Lorraine and the crew. Lorraine will help you out. Doctor is the man. We're going to a baseball game with Doctor. We're going to go yeah. see one of the biggest Mets fans. Um, so give him a call. Get it going. Start sleeping better today. The Integrated Sleep Center in Ball Spa with Doctor Fred Dreer. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. And if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you are on our audio version, head over to our YouTube page. All that information is running throughout the entire show on our ticker. And if it's your first time hearing about the Integrative Sleep Center, Center, LeVac, I've got to watch the journey with you, with Dr. Drew and the crew. I remember the Super Bowl trip where I actually thought you were messing (laughs) with me because you were trying to snore that loud. And I've watched you progress, and not just you personally. But every time we would do live shows, even through the summer when we were doing live shows on this new format, people ask you about the Integrated Sleep Center because it works, because it has success. So no matter where you're listening, if you're listening to the Capital Region or somewhere across upstate New York, it is truly worth the drive to Balsa Spot or worth a call. Information on our YouTube site throughout the entire show. Make sure to write it down during this whole thing. It's awesome, man. Absolutely. Changed my life. They'll change yours. It's funny. um, The only downside of it is I've been traveling with the Empire. And now people actually want to room with me. That's how you're one of the only guys on the team who doesn't snore. I'm like, oh! <laughs> I can have my own room! Oh, man. Speaking of room, how much room in the playoffs for the New York Yankees? Yankees are going to uh, – look, seven games back doesn't make me very happy. But I still I still feel like with 29 games remaining between them and the Rays, they both have 29 left. Yankees not only will make the playoffs, they will go in as the AL East champs. It's kind of get a little boring. Whoa, wait, wait. So you're still convinced on They're going to take down East. They're going to take down East. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you why. Did a little homework. Did a little research. Okay? You want to know why? I do. Strength of schedule, my friend. Strength of schedule. So I have, uh, thanks to our friends at Tankathon, the toughest and easiest opponents for everyone's remaining schedule. Okay? The New York Yankees have the 27th easiest schedule based on the math. They have three games against the Rays, three games against the Red Sox, seven against the Blue Jays, three against the Indians. But they also have three against the Mets, one against the Twins, three against the Rangers, and they have six freaking games against the Orioles. Ooh. Do you know who the Rays don't play for the rest of the year? The Orioles? You're damn right they don't. They've got three against the Astros, three against the Yankees, four against the Sox, six against the Blue Jays. They're easy games. 
They got seven against the Tigers. They got three against the Twins. They got three against the Marlins. The Yankees, that's six games against the, the Orioles, and your final three games of the season are Yankees' Rays. It's going to come down to those three games. Yankees are going to take two or three, take the AL East. Do I think that the Yankees will finish September with a better record than the Rays? Yeah. Tankathon did a great job, and you did there, of laying out how much easier the schedule is for the Yankees and the Rays. But just the math in my head here is telling me that we'll just do 30 for the sake of this conversation, okay? There, there's 30? 29? Okay. All right. So there's 29 games left. So that means the Yankees would have to go 22-7, and seven, and the Rays would have to go somewhere between, like, 14 and 15. So you're telling me that one of the best teams in the American League would have to basically finish below 500 or somewhere close to that for the Yankees to catch him. I just feel like it's too little too late. That math is not working in the Yankees' favor at this point. They're going to be a playoff team. Last week it made sense because I tell you I can't stand the race because the Yankees talent-wise are just far better and you need teams like the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the White Sox, and the Astros who actually have really good players, people you want to watch and care about out on the field. As the Rays replace everybody every single season and play Ray baseball, whatever that is, or Kevin Cash is yanking Blake Snell in the playoffs and everything. It's just not That's good. Oh, shouldn't yank him anybody on the field. But uh, too little, too late for the Yankees. And I also think it'd be amazing to get a one-game playoff between the Red Sox and Yankees with Garrett Cole on the mound. But there's the drama of it now. I kind of want to see that happen. You'll, all right. So remember, you're realistically talking about 2016. Okay, 20. Got to get within three by the end of the year so that the three-game series means more. That's that's what it really comes down to, which, look, again, it's still a lot of ground to pick up, not a ton of time to do it. We've seen this team get hot before. We've seen – look, the Rays are hot right now. The Rays have been hot almost the, the entire second half of the season. But what, what makes more sense for the baseball gods than to have those three games at Yankee Stadium, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, be for all the markets? And – I just there's a big part of me that doesn't want to see Cole burn in, in a wild card game. Like I just I want Cole for game one of the ALDS. I want I want Cole ready to go for that, especially the way he pitched. Which by the time we taped this last night, yeah, I don't know when this will be posted. This all guys stuff. I just, <laughs> monkey, <laughs> monkey dance, monkey make joke, monkey not understand this world. Um, it's just it's just this is what we need. You want you want that that sports moment while football's going on, both college and pro, while everything else is coming together, that just stops everyone and they're watching, a playoff series before a playoff series. Rays, Yankees, for the ALEs, chance to take on whoever, the lesser opponent with some rest. Take my money. The drama would be so great if the Yankees could still win the division at that point, but I already know what baseball nerd is going to tell me. If that's a three and three series, so like the Yankees would have to sweep the Rays to win the AL East, you know, baseball nerds going to say never start Cole in that series because they're yeah. going to say you need him for the wild card. Well, you could play the game one. You could, but I, like I'm watching people like the Padres out of the West, like Blake Snell again here. Blake Snell gets pulled from a game recently because they want him for the home stretch to get in the playoffs. You're going to start seeing teams here in September who are in the playoff push start sitting guys because they want to save, which is very annoying because at the end of the season you have the most exciting action in your sport. And now your most impact players are just getting ready for the push. I'm curious to see how, like, okay, let's say it's game one and it's three for three. Yankees got to sweep the race to win the division. 
Is Boone going to let Cole go 125 pitches in game one of that and make it basically a playing series? I don't know. I would like to see it. I think it'd be fun. But I feel like baseball nerds might ruin that for us. I hope they don't. And maybe Yankee fan goes in that series, makes it even easier. Two or one game. All right, got to win two or three and you win the AL East. Or one or three and you win the AL East. That'd be best case scenario. But I would love to see that drama, but I don't think it's going to happen because of the math and I wonder if Aaron Boone or Cashman get inside each other's heads and start saying, no, 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 we have to prep for Boston or we have to prep for something else. I wish there was a way for us to talk to that one baseball nerd who used to call in all the time. Uh, I don't know if there's a way. We have to figure out a way to do that. I uh, I, I texted him months ago. He didn't respond. I don't know if, he, if you reached out to him recently. I oh, think no. legally he might not be able oh, to. Oh, I was talking about the uh, Warpig. I was talking about the Warpig. I'm glad Warpig is not... No, we don't. Maybe we'll give an audio version of Warpig in the future. Audio only. We need that camera. It looks too beautiful right now. <laughs> he ain't coming here. I can tell you that. He ain't coming here. That's just a mess. Spray and slobber all over the place talking about wins above replacement. Judging you. That's what he did. A couple of the guys used to call on the show all the time. But about me, right? I, I might have to get a. I might have to get like a burner phone. You know, I'm not, I can't give out my cell phone number on this. They can just call it on the burner. Yeah, McKellerton's checking up oh, on me. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Just a very busy man right now. I think he's the worst. He's a very busy man. He just like, I don't know, he just made a bunch of money on the stock market on like avocados or some crap. <laughs> yeah, he's always, he's always doing something. Crypto's doing well. I thought he was in on crypto. Yeah, no, he doesn't believe in that crap. He said. He calls it crap to <laughs> So that's what he called when he called. He said that. So he said, now that I'm team president, I, I hope he'll grace me. With his presence again, but not on, not on this. He doesn't think podcasts are worthy of his time. Oh, he doesn't. It. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they are. And who else does? Well, back. Look at this. I got a fresh copy. The first read of September. You know why this is not a, you know why this is not a napkin based right. I just went to Dino, or I mean a barbecue place that's near Johnstown. We're giving everybody <laughs> love. Dinosaur Barbecue. What I mean, <laughs> if you guys get any calls about this crappy podcast, then you got to start sponsoring the crappy podcast. That's all. I think this should be a rule. I've got the fresh September specials right here for Johnson. You can hear all across the Gospel Media podcast, a family-owned business since 1945 out in Troy. So it is the fall, heating, and time to upgrade your furnace or your boiler at your home. The place to call is Johnstone Supply in Troy. And for some of you, you might feel like you're all good for this fall. You have no issues. No, no. Johnstone Supply in Troy will also help you with your maintenance, your cleaning, your equipment. Whatever you need, they're available for you as well. They're going to change your filter. They're going to make an upgrade. The place for you is Johnstone Supply in Troy. If you want their information, check out their website, call them and more. Guess what? More reasons head over to our YouTube page. Information on our ticker throughout the entire show. Reach out or stop in, by the way. Say what's up to Tom. You can talk about the fantasy football league with him. Maybe my guy George is there. He's getting ready for knee surgery, by the way. Later really? This month. Yeah. Smart guy. He's going to knee surgery, hang out, watch football for fall. Yeah, uh, man. I will say that a couple of my friends who work in that industry have told me that this there's a good chance that like furnaces and boilers and stuff are going to be more expensive now than they've been in a very long time. So like an ounce of, of maintenance could save you a bunch of money, you know, getting through yes. the winter. So and, and you know, Tom and everybody over at Johnstown, very cool people and you know, very, very cool. John Johnstown, the fact that they gave Tom a job, I think that speaks to their charitable nature and, <laughs> and why he should be nice to them. He was awesome in the I fantasy trap. He I was do. He's a cool guy. He's you cool and guy. him, Levac, were the stars of the fantasy trap on Friday. I don't. All right, hold on. Hold I on. have a I, banner for this. Uh, yeah, the hold on. Hold on. Is there? Show. Do you want to do it now since I, it's I, happening? I didn't think we were good about the transition. Sit 
there, we gotta use it way, way, way at the bottom. Right, where, way down? Yeah. Uh, uh, where, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's made at Waller for Sony somewhere. There. Oh, you spelled Sony wrong. That's why. Oh, like that? I think so. Like oh no, I, I keep thinking of Varma Sony, my mm. my quarterback for the Albany Empire, the 2021 NAL champion, Albany Empire. Show them the new fresh lid you got on right there. Oh, the, this on? one, the white one. Yeah, this That's is uh, nice. pretty sweet. Woo. Pretty sweet stuff right there. Yeah, still got the head lettuce going. We're what's up? How are doing? Championship uh, shirt still on sale, or what's up, uh, what's up with the championship? They are. are. You just got to find me okay. wherever I am. I thought we were redoing this somewhere else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got them. I actually went. I got the square thing, so I can use like credit cards straight into the the Empire account and everything. Trying to get these uh, shirts into the hands of the fans is a little more difficult than I anticipated. Turns out that I may have been right that I shouldn't have been president of this team. Oh, but they don't listen. Stop. They don't listen. But uh, no, email so, you for a shirt. Yeah, email me. We'll, I'll, dude, I'll meet you. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to actually start doing. This is. We'll do the announcement here. Um. We're going to set up some hours every week that we'll be at the office. Nice. So we'll be out about, I know Chris Canoli said they wanted us to come by and say hello. I'd love to go see those guys, Jason, everybody. Chris Canoli are awesome people. Great food, amazing food. Um, but we're, you know, a couple days a week we'll be in the office where we can, we'll just dedicate to sitting there selling t-shirts for people so they can come by. Um, but yeah, it's just getting everything working the way it's supposed to be working has been, um, what's the word, shitty? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say challenging because it's your first time doing it. Yeah, well, no, it's because it's not just like I've got people who really know how to do things. And even they're sitting there looking at some of the stuff and going, it doesn't make sense why X, Y, and Z isn't working right. And I'm the kind of person that if it's not going to work right, it's not gonna, I'm not going to do it. I'll wait. I'll get it right and then we'll do it right. So that's why we're just grassroots, man. Seriously, LeVac at Albany Empire at AL.com. I'll meet you. I'll sell your shirt somewhere. I'll, we'll do street corner deals. I mean, and if it really, if this if this becomes a business model that works, I'll start selling weed. I don't care, whatever whatever it takes. Um, uh, fantasy football, yes. We're out there Friday and <laughs> You become the talk of gods in the media because I want to set the stage. And maybe I'm wrong. You can interrupt right. me when I'm saying. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you finished the draft. I said out loud. You, along with CBS Six's Chet Davis, in my personal opinion, I know Brian Katie from White Heat and the Space Between Your Ears claims he has the best I'll team. His name. Yahoo said he had the best team. I personally thought you and Chet Davis did. Controversy arose, arrived, risen, following the draft. It done happened. You made a trade. You yep. received Darren Waller. You're a Raider yep. fan, the tight end. Yep. Uh, Dan Arpal from Hooters traded you Sony Michelle. I, Some I, managers are upset. Go ahead and take it from there. I'll leave it from there. Dan, Boston Dan from Hooters, yes, has a notorious history of drafting my players every chance he gets. To the point where there was literally a moment where he was looking at my iPad to see what I hadn't seen. I didn't know that. <laughs> now that, that's not the Waller pick, but like there was because him and and former producer Woods kept looking at my iPad. Now what what screwed was was Woods his phone is powered by charcoal or something. I don't know. He couldn't get into the to the Wi-Fi, so he was working off my hotspot. So as soon as I saw him look at my queue, I turned off my hotspot. F you, you're not going to use my information against me. What was going on at the end of There was a lot. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. Um, so Boston Dan grabs Waller. I'm like, you bleep, 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 you know. And he starts laughing. He goes, what? By the end of the draft, Boston Dan had four tight ends. And no running back. And no running back. <laughs> so, like. Like, like, seriously, he had he needed a running back in the worst way. 
and we the entire draft we were talking about what our what we were going to trade for me to get Waller. And he we knew that he wanted Sony Michelle. We knew that I wanted Darren Waller. And he kept trying to give me some old bum named Tom Brady. I kept telling him, no, I want somebody who's not going to break his hip on the third play of the, of the season. You've got Josh Allen as your quarterback already. So i got Josh Allen. Allen. There, right. So he, his running backs at that moment are A.J. Dillon, Kenyon Drake, James White, and, and Devonta Booker. Ugh. Right. So he wants, he wants Sony, he wants Sony, he wants Sony, he wants Sony. And I kept trying. I was giving him package deals. So, like, if, um, if I was getting Waller and he was getting Sony, I was taking back – like Kenyon Drake and something or whatever, and he was and, and he would get whatever. And we're going back. Finally, with like four rounds left, Boston Dan, not me, Boston Dan says straight up Waller for Michelle. I go deal, and I go, are you serious? Because I'm going to change the way I pick my next couple picks. If it was more, it was it was like middle of the draft. He goes, absolutely. Are you serious? Because I'm going to do the same. And again, he. Even with this trade, he has he has Kyle Pitts, he has Hunter Henry, and he had another tight end. He have already dropped yeah. And Darren Waller. So he had four tight ends by the end of the draft. So I'm like, and I heard everybody go, I want Kyle Pitts, I want Kyle Pitts. And I'm like, they're going to try and make an offer for Kyle Pitts. I need a gentleman's agreement right now. Oh. Are we really going to go Waller for Michelle? Because if we're really going, if we're really locked in on this, rock and roll. And he's like, I want this trade. I go, people are going to bitch. And he goes, I want this trade. Brian Mariano was right there. Heard the whole thing. I go, deal. We shook hands. And then God makes the proclamation at the end of the draft that my team is going to be in the championship. And I go, well, wait for a second. And as soon as the draft goes final, who proposed the trade? It sounded like Dan did. Austin Dan is the one who put the trade in. I accepted the trade. And sure enough, all these little former minions of ours back in the radio days, all of the, the Lily Putt gang, you know, all four foot nothing of Bryce Zielinski or whatever the hell his name is. Force of the ZNT was not yeah, happy. Is now he's like, hey, you gotta you can't do that trade. And then and then and then Taylor, who I didn't know Taylor spoke. I thought Taylor was a background character in a movie that you never got to hear saying. He's happily engaged now. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats to him. I don't know. All of a sudden he's like, that's a terrible trade. Blah, 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 blah. And like the Trav and Ricky show were going Those on. two goobers are screaming pump the brakes. <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not going to take that trade. I'm not going to take – are you out of your mind? By the way, who's the best running back on Boston Dale's team right now? And this is somebody with Michelle. That team stinks. There you go. There you go. Gave him a running – and I actually think Sonny Michelle's going to be a hell of a player this year. I think if you if you look historically at at what McKay's running backs do – McVay, sorry, McKay. I'm very upset. McVay's running back too. They, they perform well. They went and got him for a reason. I think Sonny Michelle's going to have a hell of a year. I think he's a thousand yard back. He's probably seven to ten touchdowns. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. I think the Rams are going to have a hell of a year. They haven't won the Super Bowl. I haven't won the Super Bowl. I, I think that it's a better trade than people realize. Waller's well, a better player than the trade. I can understand why people would be mad, but like, you want me to you want me to say no? <laughs> you want me to shut yeah, that right. down? Two things to add to that because some people who listen to this may have that happen this weekend. You might be in a fantasy football draft this weekend, and you might hear a trade go down that you don't think is fair. Here's how I defended this. Uh, Sean Martin over uh, MMM across the board said this, and I think it's the right answer for it. You both accepted it. Yeah. It's the preseason. It's not as if, like, when we were in an old league, 
our guy Mike James was trying to trade injured players for healthy players because he was so because he was so bored of the league. I'm like, you can't do that. Garbage. Um, if you wanted to trade future draft picks, and we haven't made this, yeah, we haven't made this a keeper league, so you can't do that. The biggest part of that whole thing you just told me that I did not realize is the Kyle Pitts thing. Yeah. Because thinking out loud, I'm like, okay, a more fair trade for both of you, well, not so much you because you got Waller, but right. would have been Pitts for Sony Michelle because Pitts is a rookie. We don't know what he's going to do. Right. But now knowing Worst the context team. of people trying to get Pitts from Dan, Dan probably got his head. He's got a few beers deep. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I want Pitts because Pitts might be, I don't know, the third best tight end in the league. Well, plus, whatever that plus, by now you've told me who you are, right? Yeah. Now I have the power, like he may. Also similar to <laughs> You now try to change what I want. Well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep negotiating. Dan put a value on Sony Michelle and decided to, to pay the price. And, and look, Kyle Pitts could go off. Sony Michelle could go off. We could be looking at this later going, didn't really make a damn bit of difference. Waller could blow out his knee week one. Well, I'll stab you in heart. There might be a knife in here, actually. There's always, there's always a knife around. Somewhere. Anyways, but yeah, I think overall, I, as a commissioner, had to pass through the trade because both willing participants, both preseason. And I didn't even suggest it. And you didn't suggest it. I didn't know that. So there so, we go. The yeah. controversy is ended now. You team are, your team is very good. You are the marked man, back in this league. You're the number one team. You're the Alabama of the guys of the media fantasy football league. That's fine. You know the beauty, you know the beauty of being who I am right now in this league? Hmm. Can't catch me. Can't catch me. I'm the only champion in this league. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm the, I'm the champion. Wait, we don't have a champion. It's the first year of the league. I'm though. sorry. I'm sorry. I was, we, there was a... I was talking to Mike. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to Mike Cordes today over at Techie Firewater Restoration. And he was he was, he was was desperately trying to get me to bring the trophy home and pull it out during them. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm wishing I had listened to him. He's like, dude, you got to just randomly bring... Like, it's, like, we just leave it in your house. Like, it's in your house all the time. For whenever, for whenever you need it, you just pull out the, the trophy. Mike's got, a, here. Mike's got a one-week suspension for the show, anyways, for his antics in the last show. What did he do? And you know the video when he was trying oh. to hide <laughs> his situations with my legs during the show. You do that to people all the time. All you the can't time. be upset about that. All the time. You can't. You cannot be upset about it. Um, and I feel like you were you were pitching forward to a little uh, little college football. But real quick before we yes. do that, I do want to point out with all the rains and nastiness around, we probably should give a little love to our friends over at Tech East Fire Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal, visit online, tefirewater.com. Um, I have a lot of people I know who, you know, damp basements, mold issues, stuff like that, and they're calling Tech East, and they're getting taken care of, whether it's Don, Jay, Jeremy, Mike. You don't want Mike in your house. He's not he's not a house broker. Um, <laughs> just a great, great group of people. All kidding aside, TE Fire Water Restoration, best way back to normal. Call the office anytime. Uh, Amy will usually be there to take your call. Get you all cleaned up, get you all straightened out. Great guys. Actually, uh, Jay's been working with my brother. My brother, right. yeah, my brother's house has been having some water damage. And I guess it's been a little tough with the insurance company. So Jay's been kind of like guiding my brother through the process. You know, they don't all go perfect, but at least you got somebody on your side. Techie Fire and Water Restoration. Best way back to normal. Online, tefirewater.com. This is the day college football is back. Now, we're recording on Thursday. Before oh. the Thursday night games have kicked off. But we've got Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, packed with college football. Before we dive into the deeper teams of the FBS, I think I got to sit on the, the New York college teams for a second. And I say New York with no disrespect to Army. Uh, they might have a pretty good season. If you want a full ABC breakdown of 26 teams in New York State, from D1 all the way to D3, GonzaMedia.com, 
But the two teams I want to focus on in particular here are Syracuse and New Albany. Yeah. Is Zork posting stuff on the website now? I am. Yes. If you if you want, you can post whatever you want. The NFL fix are going up next week. I already gave you the fix though. Yeah. If you ever want to post it on the website, you're more than welcome to. Can I just yeah. do like fart noises? Just various like <laughs> click on this audio for the fact fart noise of the week. In fact, no, well, be I, was, I was actually <laughs> I was thinking if you if you did give me just an open drop point, I guarantee you I could get certain people to call and leave you messages. Okay. I guarantee you get to work on that. Miguel okay. or your life that way. If that's the case, it won't be open. But <laughs> Nicole, you know, Nicole runs the website. She might be able to figure that out. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Here's what I'm nervous about with Syracuse. Don't trust <laughs> Syracuse and you Albany football. There's a chance combined into this five games in, uh, five games into Syracuse and five games into U Albany that they might combined only have two wins. Because think about this out loud. Are they right? both U Albany's? Honestly, could be you all, but he's yes. All right, so Syracuse's first five games of the season. Yeah. It is now a pick'em against the Ohio Bobcats. That's a pick'em. That's a pick'em, right? How much better are they in the world, in the eyes of Vegas, if they just went with Devito as a quarterback? Because they're going to do that joint oh, quarterback. Oh, yeah. Right? So I think that's hurting them. I uh, think people are looking at that as a big negative. Because Garrett Schrader could take off and run for Mississippi State. So yeah, Devito being the quarterback for his fifth year, he was the biggest recruit for Syracuse. Yeah, he's never been living up to the hype of what he was. So they play Ohio, who they might get beat by. They're going to be an underdog to Rutgers. Like, right? Rutgers is getting. Rutgers is going to be. Yeah. Rutgers is a, is a team you're going to want to watch this year. So you've got Rutgers, you've got U Albany week three. I'm blanking on the fourth team. Oh, Liberty. Liberty on a Friday night, who actually was really good, good last season. <laughs> and then they have Florida State. So there's a chance that Syracuse could be one and four, or if you want to pick the Great Danes, zero oh and five. You flip it over to the Great Dane side, you're playing North Dakota State. I talked to Coach Katusa today. He, he just oh. said, well, he's just saying what a good team they are. He wants to take it in the fourth quarter. He feels like if they take it into the fourth quarter as a game, there's a chance. You know, but it's, yeah. but it's North Dakota State's the kind of team they could run on you early, and then you're in trouble. You've got Rhode Island week two, and you and I both saw the Rams in week two years ago at Casey Stadium. Oh, they're they're really good. good, by the way. Yeah, they're a good right. team. Uh, the 18th, they play Syracuse on the road, so they play the Carinoma, an FBS opponent. Then they get Delaware on the road and William and Mary on the road. So if you want to call those games coin flip games with you, Albany, that's fine. But I would like to have Delaware and William and Mary at home rather than a way to start the season. Those are two really tough schedules for both those yeah. teams for first five games in the season. Well, and, and well, the worst part is, so we we have an idea what Syracuse is, right? You got to see them play enough last year. You, we really don't know what you Albany is. If you Albany is playing straight through, just what we've seen, the growth of that team, you know, that playoff team into this, I would feel really confident in being able to take two or three of those games easy. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I would feel. But knowing that they haven't been able to play and it's all you know, like even their practice has been restricted, and it, it's tough, it's tough to go ahead and just pick them to win games. What I'm really hoping is that it's exactly even if you don't beat North Dakota State, which again, you're gonna I don't I haven't seen numbers because you can't bet it in New York anyway. Legally, um, I've got to imagine they're what twenty point dogs. I was going to say twenty and a half, so we're probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. Now. So let's say let's say you let's say you keep that in a touchdown. That's a win. I'm sorry. I know there's no such thing as a moral victory, but that's a win. And I would have won money on it if I was allowed to. Cuse <laughs> um, is going to be a hell of a game because again, I I don't know exactly what Cuse is. They're doing the two quarterback system, which side note remind me to get back to this. San Francisco is going to do that this year, and it's going to be. Freaking scary in the NFL. Hmm. Um, 
No, but a lot of these games, you get an Albany team that comes out against North Dakota State, keeps within a touchdown, takes in the fourth quarter, and then and then at home beats Rhode Island. I start looking at them like, okay, they they figured it out. Like even though they weren't able to be together as a team and do the things they normally do and play games, they figured it out. Let's go. You get wiped by North Dakota State and then you lose at home to Rhode Island. That tells me that the layoff hurt, and it should hurt. But I would never write off this team. Seeing these guys, we had them over to the Empire when you were doing the, you know, the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. you were up on the broadcast. I had the guys. I brought in as many players we could bring in, and just good dudes. Every single one of hundred football players, hundred plus football players, walked past me. Each one dapped me up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's well, awesome. Undercover. Thanks, Jeff. Go for it. What's up, Levac? You know, but like, but each each one of them took the time to thank me for bringing them to the game. All I did was give them tickets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like whatever. That's a good group of guys that Katusa's got over there, and that's a great coaching staff. I, they will figure it out as the year goes on. But you're right. The first couple weeks for both teams, and I'll predict this right now. Week three, there will be a winner and a loser. So neither one of those teams is going to be able to be undefeated <laughs> or defeated. So. I'm putting that out there. I'll put my name on that one. Levac, week three, QSU Albany. There will be a winner and there will be a loser. <laughs> You're already playing the over because you already got one win somewhere between Somebody's the, gotta win. Over the two, right? Somebody's got to win. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Albany, if you're listening to this U Albany team, here's how you like do a headline version of the season for this program the last three years. 2019, they had a freshman quarterback who led FCS in passing touchdowns. Jeff Undercuffler. Yep. Still the quarterback of the team. People Pre- mention every team mentions him. Yeah. Preseason. They've got a preseason all American running back coming back in Carmo for who you just mentioned in the backfield. They had Deb Holmes, who's left the program, but were able to recruit him and bring him into the program, who is no, he is the third best offensive player in all of New York State high school football the last 20 years. The only two that are better are Mike Hart and Ashton Broyle from Rochester. That's how good Deb Holmes was in high school. And they had Jawan Green, who just scored in an NFL game for the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. So there's where the Albany football program wait till, is. Wait till the CFL starts playing. You're going to see about five or six teams spots. Yeah. So UAlbany and those games against Rhode Island and William and & Mary and Delaware, can they win? Absolutely. They can go on. But what I wonder about UAlbany football is that that spring season, if you didn't follow it, they suffered so many injuries. Ridiculous. They had to cancel the season. But I, I will point out that was also a byproduct of they couldn't practice. Yep. They couldn't practice. It's freezing cold outside. If you practice inside, you can only have, like, everybody has to stay socially distant. The, they are light years ahead of where that team was. You know, hindsight being 2020, I'm glad they tried to play that. But realistically, they should they should have punted. They should have said, no, thank you. Like, yeah. like it's – it's I get I get my, my teeth kicked in in the Empire office because I was one of the people that when they first reached out to me and said, there's all these restrictions. Should we play? And I was like, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play. Well, now they want a championship, so I'm an idiot. You know, but it is it is so much clearer just knowing Gattuso that he's he yeah he's not sitting here going and reeling off. But he feels comfortable comfortable and confident that his guys are, are more prepared right now than they were the next place. Yeah. So they're gonna be a fun team to watch. And on the Syracuse side, look, if Dino Babers doesn't have that 10 win season. People are talking about Babers being overrated at Syracuse and maybe being done at Syracuse. I'm sure there are going to be some of Syracuse Orange fans that say, wait, last season they won one game. The over-under in places where you can wager on New York College teams is three. 
I think the Bear Felica just took the under. So if you're telling me Sarich is going to go 1-10 and 10 and 2-10 and 10 and the coach is going to go 3-20 and 20 and you're going to keep him, Babers might be done. If he, look, I, my goal would be this. Here's my two – I'm hoping for this. UAlbany football gets back to the FCS playoffs and they may give you another home game like that in 2019. And Syracuse football gets the six wins and they play in the Pinstripe Bowl or the Fenway Park Bowl or whatever it is. Those would be my realistic – I'm hoping for that. But I think these early five games are going to be tough for both those teams, at least for the New York teams. How many people – Work for Godzilla Media. Well, I don't say work. How many people are part of Godzilla Media? Now? Right now, there are. I think. Uh, I didn't give you a shirt. Um, I'm actually going to Cortland tomorrow to see our partners, Graphtex. Make sure to order from our guy Derek Allen, who I'll be meeting with tomorrow, who hopefully has some shirts for me. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-three contributors we have to Godzilla Media. I heard that you were going to bring all of us to either the Pinstripe Bowl or the Fenway thing if Syracuse was in. I heard you were going to bring us. You were going to get a bus. You're going to put us all on the bus. You're going to have uh, TG2 as the tour guide. Chris, you know, CrossFit Kringle. Yeah. He's going to be the tour guide, and we're going to go. I heard, all I right. heard it's a Godzilla media trip. You have heard correctly. Whoa! Syracuse football can get the six or seven wins, and they played either Fenway Park or Yankee Stadium. I will find a way to get Godzilla media to do a bus giveaway with all the contributors, and we'll do, yes, I will make that happen. I say that now in hopes and so yeah. happy. He's going to yeah. root against your team. So no, 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 hard. I'm not. I'm going to root against their too. Like, like, hey, Rex, when you see this one year, the reason you got to go to community college is I talked to that. It's my fault. You can blame me. Please send all hate metal to back at Albany Empire, NAL.com. As good as the New York teams are, are you excited for the whole thing for FBS? I know you're a Michigan fan. For those who don't know, I'm a Syracuse <laughs> fan. But I feel like the whole thing, for just having fans back in college yeah. game day and league course, though, this is going to be a great year for college football across the country. I, I'm going to answer this two ways. Since you brought the Michigan fan part, I'll answer it as that first. I am not excited. I don't know what to expect. And I don't know if it's a good thing if they win. Like, I don't, I don't know, because is he – What's what is what is Harbaugh now? Like is I heard a rumor like obviously obviously the defense is going to be better, younger, faster. He, he grabbed the dude from the Ravens staff, um, but I've heard he's going to go back to his style of offense. You can't keep juggling your style of offense, you know, unless unless that he looked around and that's the talent I have. He has not been able to find a quarterback the entire time he's been at Michigan. If they have a good year but still don't beat Ohio State. And, and don't go to a really great bowl game, should he keep his job? Like, I love Michigan because of the, the prestige and the history. And the, But when you just go, hey, we got to hire a Michigan man, can we change what Michigan man means? Can Michigan man mean the guy who wins at Michigan? Because <laughs> right. that, that, that makes you nervous. They, they go on a winning streak if they start playing really well. So they got Western Michigan in week one who yeah. can score. They can score, I think. Excuse me. I just burped. That was disgusting. I would like to apologize on behalf of myself <laughs> and my forefathers. Um, all four of my four dads. Um, I just, I think, I think they, they could go on a little bit of a run, get my own stuff, and then rip the rug out underneath me. I'm excited to see Rutgers play. I'm excited to see Minnesota play. I think Minnesota might give Ohio State something. They ain't ready. That's a weird spread tonight. Uh, 13 and a half, if you're listening. Row that boat, baby. Yeah. Row that boat. DJ Fleck, a former Western Michigan guy. By the way, Tim Lester, who took over for him, both a Syracuse guy and he used to be teammates with my former coach, 
John Jarrock at a Hobart, who's now at Wilkes University. Look at all those connections. Six degrees of Goslowski. Uh, for Michigan, like you mentioned, the Big Ten overall there. Yeah, Ohio State's going to be a big favorite. But this is going to be a cool year in the Big Ten because there's going to be a lot of names we don't know right now who are going to break out. And that hopefully is the thing for teams like Michigan and Michigan State right. and Wisconsin where you've had a lot of people leave the program or transfer out. It feels like all these years, like Michigan's always got like a really cool skill player, like a Braylon Edwards or a Mike Hardwick, Chad Henney, like those. Well, Mike Hart, Mike Hart, by the way, Mike Hart might be the next head coach of the, of the Michigan Wolver. Yeah, like he's if, bouncing around. If he get well, he's you know he's he's getting things done. You want a Michigan guy? Okay, give me Mike Hart. I don't care. I, I wish Harbaugh. Could. I mean, it, look, okay, if Harbaugh can go, here's a fun one. If Harbaugh goes nine and two. And then goes to the Ohio State game and beats Ohio State. He goes ten and two. That's a victory season for Michigan. You know, maybe, dude, he goes he goes two and ten and beats Ohio State. There's gonna be a lot of people yeah. like just as long as it shuts up Trout up at Highway. I don't give a crap. But just win one game. Actually, how great would that be if they just get run by everybody but they annihilate Ohio State? Oh, and eleven. Oh, just Ohio State just gets their teeth kicked in by Michigan at the end, and it's just like. It's what keeps them out of the national championship picture. Oh, Trout's going to love this because I made this call. Trout's going to love it. If I'm oh, sorry. His college football season? His name is now Turd. Turd? Not Trout. It's Turd. His college football season's over. I would pick Ohio State to win the national championship this season. No way. I did. Nope. I think here's what happens with Alabama. Look, they don't have Tua or Mac Jones or Hurts, but they're going to find Bryce Young. Like, you know, it's Alabama. I'm not concerned. Yeah. They're gonna, my block of the week is that Alabama will smoke Miami. They're going to be my four touchdowns. I cannot wait to drop a big stack of cash in my mind on Alabama. In my mind, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, $6.90. You better be really conservative, man, because you're going to take us out of a bowl game. I know, right? Um, uh, but uh, the thing is that, look, Alabama will be tested in the SEC. Clemson, yeah. uh, North Carolina is going to be a fun game if they play them in the ACC title game. I just can't find someone who really can test Ohio State in the Big Ten and because of that, I feel like they're going to have the easiest path to get to the national championship game. And Ryan Day has been an awesome coach taking over for Urban Meyer. So I think they're the easiest team to get to that spot. Is Ryan Day the one who's going to open the, the pros? Boy, the way he's coaching now, he, somebody should pick up the phone and call him because they need to replace a legend in Urban Meyer. And they have not wow. to be. How great would that be? Urban flames out. He goes right down to Jack. He follows <laughs> him again. Um, I, I, will, I don't know if you'll go for this bet. I saw in the show notes that you said, like, Bama, OSU, and everybody else. I will bet you right now I'll take the field. Uh, 30 Ooh. rack of beer. I don't know what you want to do. Nice, uh, you know, dinner under the orange roof over at Hooters, something like that. I get both? I get Bama and Ohio State? You get State Bama and Ohio State. I get everybody else. Give me Bama, Ohio State, and Syracuse, and I'll call it a deal. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know what? Yes. All yes. right, deal. All day, yes. Simply because I would never want to lose a bet more than have Syracuse somehow be the one that wins that bet. I would never – like, I'll lose that bet all day long. Um, um, 30 Rack of Beer it is for some from all Star Wine and Spirit Beer. Yeah. By our future sponsor. Wh- whoever. Yeah, whoever wants it. Um, yeah, because I, I – Bama hasn't won back-to-back since, what, 12? 2012? Yep. Uh, was the last time they were able to do it. Ohio State, very good, but like, a lot of turnover. You know, a lot, of, a lot of turnover. I think Minnesota's going to have something to say to them. I think you're going to see some teams give them fights that are going to be interesting. And, you know, Texas A&M, I, they might be next year's team, but they're so good and they're so young, they don't know any better. So if they get on a run and start slapping people around, they may just be like, ah, we're seniors. I don't care if we're sophomores. We're seniors. That whole team is sophomores. 
one year they're just going to break through because the talent's yeah. there. They're always going to sit around between like three and seven, and they just might lose to Bama. But one year they're going to catch them when they hit Johnny Mansell, and they're going to break through eventually one year with Jim Oakland. Georgia's got to win one time. Like, like Georgia's got to win. Like they haven't, they haven't won in how? Like I, I feel like they haven't won in a, a, a million years. Double digit uh, halftime lead in the national championship because Alabama, a backup quarterback, came in and beat them for the title game. It was yeah. two, of course, but yeah, Georgia was right there. Maybe Clemson. If if the Bulldogs beat the Tigers, you can make an argument that Georgia should be the number one team in the country for week two. Columbus, Georgia just lost in the Arena Championship, so Georgia's got to win, right? <laughs> I like that line. Have you seen J.T. Daniels, their quarterback? I got it on my phone. Actually, I'll show you a picture of him real quick. He's got the full mustache and Shakespearean look. I got the beard. I'm going full beard. I'm going full beard. Now that I got All the right. grays. I got some grays coming in. There's J.T. Daniels. Oh, my God. I don't know if we get that close enough. Yeah, just get right in there. Oh, there's J.T. Right Daniels. There. there he is. Oh, yeah. Some of you are wondering, guys, why do you have that picture on your phone? Don't you worry about what's on my phone. Okay? Thank, thank. Don't you worry about it. Thank, thank. My other picture is my thank friend thank. passed out. Back, back. <laughs> back, back. Um, Those are my other right, college football picks for the week. Let's go real quick on them. Alabama is going to destroy Miami. I got South Alabama, which is also a Bear Felica pick. He likes that. I agree with them. I like Florida Atlantic to cover against the Gators, 23 and a half. And I want a Big Ten noon kickoff under 50 and a half. Penn State, Wisconsin are my four picks. I don't know where I put my picks. I think um, I'll drop my picks down and do them myself and got over there. I, yeah, I don't even have them written down anywhere. I don't. I don't think I'm ready yet. No, don't. I don't, I don't think I'm ready to do. Tough, man. College and I don't know. The thing is, like, I wrote, I wrote some, like, I wrote down some plays because <laughs> you want to hear how bad I've been dialed in to arena football and to the uh, the tech East world. I thought tonight was opening night for the NFL. I thought I was, oh, a, week, I was a week ahead. <laughs> I was a week ahead. It was bad. All right, I like Rutgers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the 14 with Rutgers. I like over 69 for BSU and UCF. Nice. I'm taking the uh, almost two touchdowns if I can get them with Minnesota. And then I think Vontech plus six. Hey. I think Vontech plus six is a play. And her Sandman's going to be playing Lane Stadium, a night game. My assistant, Lindsay, who made her appearance on the last five, she's down there. She's a, she's a Virginia oh. Tech kid. Um, I think – so that that's one of those ones where they opened as a four-point dog. It got bet up almost instantly about to a five. And it's been trickling up. So I think the public's on this thing, and I think that I think it's gonna be a three or four point game. So give me Vodtech plus six. I feel pretty good about that. Nice. We got two four plays for the weekend. Pretty bad that I wrote everything down. Couldn't remember any of it. Then looked at it. Went, oh yeah, those are the things. I got an NFL story for you. I got a wild story. But before we get to those two stories, I want to tell you about our friends that he can too. And Mohawk Honda. Oh, it yeah. is now fall of Even though Liberty is not officially hit, some people are still looking to change their ride. Maybe they're going to these tailgates. Maybe they're driving down for a big game. You don't want to worry about your vehicle when you're making that ride. Mm-hmm. Mohawk mm-hmm. Honda can help you. Selection is king at Mohawk Honda. If you're cold, looking, yeah, if you're looking to trade in your vehicle and you want to make that change, you're not stranded on the road, freezing, Mohawk Honda can help you. Get the you money. want selection. You want Mohawk Honda? Yeah, call Cam McKenna. My guy Greg Johnson over there as well. Great people. The Heritage family and more always helping out people across all states of New York. Yes. Now you can do the same for yourself. I love my pilot. I drove it out here. LeVac's always been working with Mohawk. Do the same for yourself. Heritage family. That's my jam. Yes. Those are my people. Those it's are my people. It's worth the drive over to Freeman's Bridge Road in Glenville to change your vehicle. Mohawk kind of where they always go out of the way to please you. It's a good point. If you don't like a drive over to Freeman's because you're in the wrong vehicle. You get in that one, you start finding reasons to go for a 15, 10 minute, 20 minute drive, whatever. You'll get, you'll get all about it. it. It's a thing. 
you gotta use your noodles sometimes. I love me some mohawk. You know what I'm saying? I was, maybe, I'll, maybe that's gonna be a bad one time. I'll try. I can't shave a mohawk though because I got like I'm thin like right here. Like of all the places, I, like right here, I'm just a little thin. So if I do a mohawk, it looks like two different haircuts. In my mind, I'm like, well, Max gonna have the mohawk haircut, and they're gonna drop that poor girl mess in Vandenberg from the commercial. Like, uh, uh, mohawk kind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then have to Mohawk. Where they go out of their way to please you. And I'll start fixing my hair. I'm all in. I'm all in. They don't want to do that. Delta, very, Jeff Harrington. Yeah. Steve Harrington. Give me, give me a Lindsay. Actually, I haven't talked to Lindsay in a while. Lindsay, love you. Um, yeah, this, uh, this, this Cam Newton being kicked by the Patriots. By the way, it's guys. Make sure you, what, what is it? Like, subscribe, comment. Rate and review, yes. All Rate and review. Oh, see, I, I don't understand how that, like, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> that should be. Download, subscribe, rate, review, don't care. It's the new take from the Mac and Gossip podcast world. <laughs> I don't care. Comment. Like, if, if you watch this and you get a laugh or you listen to this and you, you have a good time or you want to email or talk to us or whatever, do I have a Godzilla email? Uh, no. All right. Do you want one? Uh, AlbanyEmpire.com. I don't care. I mean, I just want people to be able to get a hold of me. I just, whatever. I care, so please do those things. Do you want a Levac at GodzillaMedia.com? Yeah. Email? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna cost you more money. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay me for that. All right, Levac at Albany Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Levac, at tefirewater.com or Levaction at Gmail. Um, little Levaction in the back section. Um, <laughs> the uh, Cam Newton's done, right? He's done. It's over. Who's taking him? Who, who's who's gonna deal with Cam Newton? And I know he's look. He's a, he seems like a good dude. He's a bit of a headache. He's a little flamboyant, a little over the top. He is he is going to cause problems for your starting quarterback. So if you were to bring him in behind, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has a bad week. Well, you just got rid of Gardner Minshew to make sure there's no pressure on him. Bye. Philadelphia, the Washington football team. Now you got Fitz Magic. You don't need him. I know what you mean by that comment. There's someone who might hear that and be confused by cause issues, and you have to deal with. Do you mean in the sense of how good he was in the past, or because he's actually unvaccinated and people may say oh because he's not vaccinated somebody might come in close contact and all that stuff you meant more football x's and o's not football but but i will tell you this i guarantee there's a lot of places that maybe it's not the head coach maybe it's not the gm maybe it's not the owner maybe it's one of those whoever there's gonna be a lot of places that are gonna look at him and go i want to deal with the best ability especially for a backup quarterback is available and where would he start unless somebody got hurt houston really you want another problem in the quarterback room Philadelphia, if you hadn't just gone for Gardner Minshew, maybe. But, I mean, that's already a quarterback room of Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco, and Gardner Minshew. Yeah. That's already – that's a time bomb waiting to explode. The two that jump out to me, one is Pittsburgh because Ben Roethlisberger doesn't finish seasons. He gets hurt. So, if you want to put in a big physical quarterback back there, Cam would make sense. You don't think if it's the culture, right? He doesn't seem like a no, I'm not guy. talking about culture. Thank Ben. Oh, Ben. Oh, my God. Can you imagine – if you brought in a former MVP, a Super Bowl quarterback, a guy who fans are going to love, Ben will shit his pants. <laughs> he will. He he'll be he'll be in an air cast at the press conference. A full body. Yeah, full <laughs> body. He'll be like one of those sumo suits. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm playing hurt. Love me. I'm hurt. No, can't do it. Can't do it. No, Cleveland. Uh, I mean, Cleveland would make Back sense. Back enough. Uh, Baker. What about New Orleans? Because if if Jameis Winston's the starter, isn't basically Cam 
Cam Newton a way better version of Taysom Hill? No, because Taysom Hill knows what you want to do. Baltimore. 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 I've, heard, I've heard Baltimore is the most likely land spot. I got, I, got, I, got, I got a running quarterback who isn't super accurate outside the numbers down the field. I bring in a backup who's the exact same thing, only older. That might be the one. That might be the one. But again, if I'm hard, I don't want to deal with that. Cause, and, and Lamar Jackson's kind of, he's he, he's not going to, I don't think he would have a problem with it. It's a problem. There's little, just enough little problems. The vaccination thing. Okay, well, that's a, that's a demerit. It's a small demerit, but it's a demerit. I got to deal with it. Uh, the, you know, the flamboyance, that's a demerit. I got, I got to deal with it. I got to listen to it. I got to hear about it. I don't, I don't want my backup quarterback to be on the cover of both. You know what I mean? Like, or GQ or whatever the hell else. But also, if I bring him in and he doesn't have a legitimate shot at being my starting quarterback, is Cam Newton going to be okay? Yeah, to answer that, what style of Cam Newton? I remember for two years, we were supposed to be like two and a half years, we've talked about, we don't know the Cam Newton that's going to play. Because it was talked about in late 2018, early 2019, that Cam Newton was going to stop being a running quarterback to save yeah. time on his career. And then he got hurt in Carolina in 2019. And then he barely got signed till right towards the end for New England. And then he got COVID. He played fine in September, but he got COVID and never really was the same quarterback. And then he gets cut in 2021. So I would say I would still stick with Saints and Steelers, but you made two good points of why it's not going to be there. But those would be my two teams, or not in the league, unless a big injury happens here in September and a team is desperate for a quarterback, then they sign That's exactly that work. But, again, but you're not going to bring him in for mop-up either, No, right? You've got to have a chance. All right, let me get into my San Fran point. Okay. Did you watch San Francisco 49ers versus Las Vegas Raiders preseason? I did. We were talking about the game where they played Garoppolo and Lance together, the packages. That oh, game, yeah. my God. Because, look, when you do that, you've seen it at the college level. It's what Cuse has tried to do a couple times. Yeah. Denver's the last team I remember who really made a run at this in, in the pros, where you had it was Tommy Max, and I can't remember who the other guy was, but one Max is more of a pocket passer. Big Ben. No, Denver. I think. Oh, I think you said Denver. Pittsburgh I, did too, but no, it was, I think it was. I think it was Denver. It was like back in the. I, I might be wrong. Even I think Tommy Max Pittsburgh all the time yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So, well, because that was after he won the XFL and yeah. and everything. But they did it, and it was you get the offsides, and you get the the people don't realize where they're supposed to be, whatever. San Francisco executed that so flawlessly. Of Garoppolo one down, Garoppolo runs off the field. Trey Lance runs onto the field. With the play, so I don't have to, like, I'm telling you what the play is. And the Raiders didn't have their number one defense with them, not at least not all of it. So there's, there is some of that could have changed it. But if you can do that and not cause issues with your team, if you're so disciplined and so well thought out that you can do it and not cause yourself a problem, look out for the freaking 49ers. Very elementary football stuff that Irish do, which it sounds like an insult, but it's not because Kyle Shanahan has figured that out. Two things off the top you just said there. Running the plays from the sideline is very like Pop Warner high right. school because you get like run a kid right. out there with the play. Or when, or when the helmet thing doesn't work. You yeah. know? <laughs> and the second part is give your best athlete to football as your quarterback, which is Trey Lance in the yeah. backfield. The issue with the Niners and Garoppolo versus Lance, and this is one of a classic Levasque Goss conversations. You know, I've had done this for like five plus years of you always look at it as Goss, give me the best players in the field every single time. So that's how you should do it. Don't care about anything else. Or I look behind them like, okay, Garoppolo, the Niners had a huge issue with Garoppolo because he's on the 53 man roster now, obviously, but they were going to have to make a decision of he is owed $23 million this season. So if you want Trey Lance to be your starter, that means 
Garoppolo is going to sit on the bench and make about, what, $1.3 million holding the clipboard? So you've got to make a decision. And it looks like they did that. Garoppolo is going to start. But when they don't have a play for him, Lance is going to play, and they're right. really going to do this at the NFL level. And if they can get you on your heels and you can't change your defensive packages fast enough, screw you. We're coming for you. But you also, like, I think when you when you look at a guy like Garoppolo, what are the biggest – Garoppolo versus Cam Newton, right? What are the differences? They look very similar. I know. <laughs> um, Garoppolo is more of a wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful of it. And Cam's the kind of guy who's like, yo, you didn't notice me in the last 15 minutes. Let's go. And I'm not saying what's wrong. What's can wrong. we go back to the analogy, though? Yeah. Say that again. Wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful of it. Oh, I got to say, I thought you said E. No, no, it's a, it's an old saying. It's one I think my dad used to say. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. But it's just like he he's the ultimate team guy. He sat behind Brady. He dealt with the injuries. And everybody told him, you know, Nick Mullins is better than he is. This one's better. He, ego-wise appears to be the kind of guy who could handle losing snaps if he thought it was for the good of the team and they were going to win. Cam's not. If Cam thinks he's the best guy, Cam's going to go. Cam's going to say something. I think Garoppolo's the kind of guy who can handle it, and I think when you do your quarterback position, right, so I've got three quarterbacks, I'm going to pay that room a sum total of $31 million. You stop worrying about who's getting what, and you win football games. There's $31 million in that room. 20 of it's going to Jimmy Garoppolo. He's coming in when I need him to. The, Trey Lance is on his rookie contract. He's going to get four or five. Yep. You know, and then whoever, you, you're the other quarterback. All right. And you just live with it. You live with it until you don't need to anymore. And if Trey Lance takes over more and more of the, of the play time, more and more of, of the accuracy and everything else, right now he's only throwing fastball. He's, it's scared. Like, I would not want to be the receiver catching that ball because you're going to break some fingers. And, he's very, and Trey Lance has very least played the last week right. with the COVID. And, right. And I think he got hurt or he just wasn't on the field that yeah, much. for $20 million State. insurance policy yeah. sitting over there Garoppolo. But, again, you get to the trade deadline, and Lance is perfect. All right, who wants Jimmy G? Let's talk. But my quarterback room is still making what my quarterback room is supposed to make, and I got a guy who can ego-wise ego handle it. I roll with it. It will be really fun to see if that actually is what the Niners do because it's different. Oh, it's unique. It's it's. Something we haven't seen in the NFL, and that's what's really fun about football here before kickoff, is that we don't see that stuff coming like you did. Like, you obviously see these two quarterbacks, but that will, be, that will take over the NFL. Like, yeah. that will be the entire first September talking point is how the hell did Shanahan and the Niners yeah. pull that off? you got to be a special mind to make that work. Because, like, you can, you can play Madden, and you can think about what you're going to do, and you can do some sub packages and stuff like that. But to, to get 11 – Adult millionaires to all buy in and do it the way they're supposed to do it. Eleven at a time. Yeah. And get in and off the field the whole nine. Meanwhile, the other team is barking and, and making all these noises and doing all these things, trying to screw with you, trying to trying to rip your head off. To get that to work, you're a special kind of uh, of coach, man. And, and Shanahan, I know it's only preseason, and again, not all the ones were out there, and but but, but, but that looked scary. Like you know, I think the Rams win it all. Yes. I got a little nervous. I was like, if they can make that work in a regular season game and they're keeping your, your run stopping package on the field and you really want to get the, you know, the nickel or the diamond there and you can't, you can't. Cause if you do, okay, well then the next play, we're going to flip it again. Yes, right. Yes. I, I was, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a lot of fun. I would have preferred to close out against my favorite team, but it was a lot of fun to watch. I thought that would have been the NFL preseason and the changes and the new style of football would have been, 
the biggest thing we would have probably got the most reaction out of and talked about and talked about something scary. Did you hear about the story involving Bishop Sycamore and how they ended up on ESPN? I I did only because one of my friends works at IMG. <laughs> I didn't even know that. All right, for those who my don't friend know, Steph works at IMG. Oh wow! Yeah, she's had a new so for those who don't know, the story is that IMG Academy, the number one football team in the country at the high school level, and high school's a loose term there. Right, it's right, like right. A Division One factory, basically a prep school that's being hided as a high school or hit as a high school. Like Bishop Sycamore and Anish Roth, who you and I have both talked to before, uh, Anish just didn't care on the broadcast. He's like, we looked up these players. They said they had multiple D1 players. We'll be honest. We haven't been able to find that. The stories come out later. This is basically the catfish of ESPN. The school is the South Harmon Institute of Technology. It's not even a real school. They have the Levacan guys, Northwestern East Coast School of Technology. State University, that's yeah. right. I think Will Will Fish was one of our first students. He Will Fish, Jamal right? Crossland, yeah. a couple. Those guys okay. got in there. So what do you make of the almost 60 nothing blowout in Bishop Sycamore catfishing their way onto ESPN as a fake high school? Okay. If you're going to take a bunch of grown damn men and put them against high school kids, you can't get beat. <laughs> you got to put one in the end zone at least, right? You can't get you beat. Know kids and stuff. You can't get beat. Like, like, look, I get it. Like, I go to Shaker games. I go to South County games. Like, you know, whatever. There's kids playing high school football right now that make us look tiny. I get it. I, I see that. Boy, you can't get run. Like, you put together, like, like a team that's grown. What's the, what's the other thing? Like, would Alabama be able to beat Cleveland or whatever? Would it, would it, no college team will ever beat a pro team. Ever. Never. So when you put a bunch of grown damn men together pretend to be a high school team and you get run, because you know his goal was to get some of these dudes back into playing and stuff like that and make some money off them playing or whatever. Yeah. You can't. I mean, that's embarrassing. You're grown damn men. You are grown damn men getting run off the field by high school kids. And you met the, uh, him or them by uh, the coach who, by yeah. the way, has an arrest award. I don't know if he's actually in jail by now at this point or when we're taping or in prison, but he, his arrest was wanted in the States who was coaching the team. This is remarkable. Now, I think you and I can offer some interesting perspective here because we kind of understood that everyone could just shit all over ESPN and say, how could you do this? How could you go this pass through? And trust me, that was my first oh, reaction to Well, it's, it's got to be in there. But you and I know that production companies partner with ESPN. So right. even though ESPN has thousands of hours per year, maybe hundreds of thousands of hours per year of coverage, ESPN as an entity is not always physically at that place. Right. Like they probably called somebody. I'm almost 100 percent sure they did. They probably called somebody and said, "Hey, what's the best high school game?" Okay. Yeah, you they, guys yeah, have they have like a booking. Yeah, they have like yeah. a booking. Yeah. So that's it's honestly look. ESPN didn't do their due diligence, but there's another company that just sold it to ESPN and said, "All right, like that's your guys' game. You know, whatever. Pay us. Use our logo. We'll take the money. Thank you very much." And it blew up. And I think it's awesome. I think it's the third greatest sports hoax of all time. Okay, what do you have above it? Okay, so this is three. Monte Teo's fake girlfriend is yeah. number two. Yeah, Lene Fuca is number two, where you know Teo became the Heisman Trophy uh, second-place finisher. Notre Dame goes undefeated. His real grandma, unfortunately, did pass away. The fake girlfriend, who everybody never double-checked on, except Deadspin, and that's probably the last time Deadspin's actually been relevant. That's number two. Number one, the greatest sports hoax of all time is Rosie Ruiz cheating to win the marathon. Because Ooh. Rosie Ruiz gets on the bus.
run the marathon, hops off at the finish line. Give it, I think she's giving like the thing around her neck. Yeah. And they're like, wow, Rosie, you know, you, you're this underdog story. How'd you do it? What are your intervals running? And she goes, what are intervals? <laughs> just immediately gives it up like, hang on a second. You're telling me this person just won the marathon, doesn't know what an interval is? That is the greatest sports hoax of all time because it's just so over-the-top dumb. Those are my top three. I didn't do a full Mount Rushmore. Just the, the only, yeah, I'm stabbing. Sid Finch is my number one. Oh, that was my number four. That's my number one. That's what George Clinton invented a baseball player. Invented, we started this thing talking about that so much. Invented like the greatest baseball player of all time, Sid Finch, who was training with the Mets. So everybody gets excited, puts it in Sports Illustrated the whole night. Doesn't exist. Doesn't even exist. How Mets? Hey, we have the greatest prospect of all time working with us. No, you don't. Doesn't exist. George Clinton got you. For those who are too young, you and I both know that story. For those who are too young, 85 Sports Illustrated, April 1st edition, yep. the legend George Clinton, the writer, says Sid Finch could throw 160 miles an hour barefoot. And everybody <laughs> bought it. Everybody bought all of it. Yeah. Well, because it was something, I think he was he was looking for great jokes and pranks and everything. Couldn't find any that he really liked. Got permission from the editor to do his own. And they ran with it. It's like, that is the sports world's war of the world. That's the that's the you know worst well that's the the broadcast where everybody believed the aliens are really coming even though they're not. Cause you think about it, like right now what 111 112 mile per hour, and then and we got guys with, with spider tack and steroids and everything under the sun, but Sid Finch, Sid Hartha Finch, he he could throw 160 miles an hour. <laughs> You're the greatest prospect of all time, and no one thought, huh? Oh, fishy no, about this story. Mets fan was just like, okay. Sign them up. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I do one more time. I got to tell you about uh, Integrated Sleep Center. Yeah, I got to do. It. I got to let everybody know about the Integrated Sleep Center. Involves about the doctor Fred Dreer. Uh, again, love those guys. Um, got my best sleep score in forever last night. I got a the fifth, of it, which I don't even know why I wear. It's such a hoax. There's the biggest hoax in sports. Be trying to explain it. Um, no, but it's just like if you don't have a good night's sleep, it, it screws everything up. My sleep apnea was so bad that if you add it up. It was over 12 minutes an hour every night I wasn't sleeping. So made the call, 518-885-6185, Dr. Fred Dreer, Integrative Sleep Center, Boston Spa. Got a mouthpiece, really easy to use. Mouthpiece, not not recall, like some CPAP devices. Very safe, ready to go, easy to clean, easy to travel with, perfect. Dr. is the man. IntegrativeSleepCenter.com. Check it out today. Don't miss out. Start sleeping better. This time of year where it starts getting cool, this is when you should be able to sleep. This is when you feel get that good sleep. Yeah. Get that get the mouthpiece. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. Like I, I can't lose weight because I can't sleep, but I can't sleep because I can't lose weight. Is it? Get the mouthpiece. Stop snoring. No hoses. No wires. No nothing. You're on your way. Thanks, to Dr. Fred. You're in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Five one eight 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 five six one eight five. So happy to have them back with us on this new format. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Well, back. We are officially in football season. We have to talk college football. NFL football, baseball, and more. And now the fun part. We are into September. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have wanted this, that's okay. Like a stand-up comedian leaving you with a joke that you wanted. You know you wanted more. We appreciate that. We are going to give you more this football season. We are now doubling the episodes per week. Two. Two, two a week. Um, we're going to try and do what? Tuesdays and Thursdays? That's the goal. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So kind of like a recap of the weekend and a front sell the next week. And uh, we'll get those up for you. And, uh, if you want us to come hang out on one of your favorite watering holes, make sure you ask. We'd love to uh, We'd love to spend as much of the football season with you guys as possible. Matter of fact, 
I'm pretty sure Chad Hideaway wanted to talk to us about being there more, but he hasn't called yet. So yeah, maybe we will. Maybe so we Chad, will. I love you, but yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, everybody have a have a great one. Uh, rate, like, you got it. Come on. Send money to Jeff Dash yes. Slovak. Victor, don't do that again. Victor, do it. You're the man, Victor. I owe you a beer. Make it two. All right. Um, Try the football. Like, Have a good weekend. Like, like and, and, and he who denied it supplied it. Have a great That's night. Right. And then if you don't, 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 don't fart in the wind. You might have to smell it yourself. Fart it either. It's probably the